Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Our curse is a personal statement of the director of a director and his wife who have to deal with a very rare incurable disease that has afflicted their newborn child. It's called Ondine's Curse. It's also known as CCHS, a congenital central hyperventilation, hypoventilation syndrome. People affected with this disease stop breathing during their sleep and require a lifetime of therapy. Uh, and this film uh, is the, a very personal uh, look into the impact of this illness and, and, and all of the ramifications of having a newborn child, beautiful newborn Leo, uh, coming home and his wife Magda and Tomas dealing with uh, all of those issues and all of the uh, all of those things that come up in trying to do that. And we're joined today by the director of this beautiful film, Our Curse, that would be Tomas Solinsky. Tomas, welcome to film school. Thank you. Hello. 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 And I, I think I find you, I found you in Los Angeles, right? Are you in town for the Academy Awards? Yes, yes. I came especially for Academy Awards. Mm -hmm. I'm in West Hollywood, and yeah, I'm preparing myself to the ceremony. Very good. Well, uh, congratulations and all the best um, on on the Sunday night, I believe, we're, we'll, be, yes. we'll be the night yes, to be. <laughs> now, t now, tell me uh, a little bit about... Um, your decision what point you're a filmmaker so at what point did you dis, did you make this decision to uh document uh what was going to going to happen and then of course as as leo comes home uh his his journey uh tell us a little bit about what went into your uh thinking in making the decision to go uh and 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 film this uh at that time when leo was born i was uh, in the film school uh, it was my first year in the film school, so I just started my adventure with the film. Uh, and, well, actually, when we, Lee was born, I first, first made a very short documentary. It was like six minutes long, and it was called Just the Curse. Mm -hmm. And that was far less intimate than this one. It was a kind of rather parable of, like, a woman expecting a baby and how the things can turn out not the way you were expecting it to <laughs> to go and then I was thinking of some way to continue filming our situation um, but to be honest it was my tutor at that time who encouraged me to to try and uh, point the camera onto ourselves because at that time I felt like this is so personal and so intimate what we are going through that I really didn't want to to, to record this really mm -hmm. like in such an intimate way mm -hmm. but he kept encouraging me encouraging me he said like you don't have to show it to anyone so this is how it all started we just very often we were having such couch conversations as we call it uh, during the evening we we're doing kind of summary of what happened during the day yeah so we just you know put the camera on a tripod and put you know put it into our lives yeah. and started recording ourselves well, from that uh, perspective, uh, your wife, uh, Magda Ekel, 
Hickel, pardon me. Because uh, yes. Yes. Uh, it, what was her reaction? She in the film she seems um, comfortable, but did was that her initial reaction to you filming uh, filming this? To be honest, my wife was much more comfortable than I was oh, okay. <laughs> at that time. Uh, Magda is a photographer, and she made lots of very intimate projects, many self-portraits. So for her, it was pretty natural, you know, to, to somehow use a personal story and turn it into, into art. So she felt completely comfortable with that. And also, we are filming it by ourselves. So no one else was involved. Right. Therefore, we all were, comfort were comfortable in that situation. So, so we could record anything, and then we could choose what we want. Or not. So there was no auto-censorship. We just like record everything. Right. Well, one of the uh, very compelling elements of your film, Our Curse, is the level of honesty. This, uh, the intimacy is apparent immediately in watching your conversations, but... Um, the honesty that you in sharing with one another your feelings um, is I th one of the things that uh, is as I said very compelling about the film, but also you makes it universal. Um, and, and and I'm not talking about people that are dealing with children who have medical issues. I'm talking about just in it's a universal. We're, we deal with with uh, with problems and challenges all, all of us do, and to see how the two of you. Uh, are able to talk about it is is very um it's a beautiful thing to 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 be to be a part of thank you this is exactly what i thought you know because when i started filming it i, I didn't even know if we are going to share it with people we didn't know how the story will continue but we said when we started we have to continue just just, just even for ourselves and then after a few months i, I realized that we've changed a lot and that's it's not only our story that so, so maybe someone else can relate because yeah. as you told us it's like it's a kind of universal process of coping with any obstacle in your life so therefore after a few months of shooting i've decided to edit the film and share the story yeah and i, I don't let's talk a little bit about the actual uh uh situation with leo your son uh it's called ondine's curse or it's known as cchs it's a congenital central hypoventilation syndrome and and in layman's terms uh he stops breathing during sleep is and and yes okay yes, exactly uh when did when did you and magda become aware that was it did you know prior to his birth or did you know immediately when did you find out well you cannot know it prior to the birth well you would have to do dna tests uh, of a baby, so because like, so this basically, if you don't have a clue that something may be wrong, yeah, you cannot test it before. So it's a very rare. Thankfully, disease. like the doctors reacted very quickly because when Leo was born, he got like ten upper scale, everything was perfect. Mm. But after like fifteen minutes, they realized that he's not, I don't, energetic enough. He's not moving so much as for a newborn baby. So they decided to, to examine him. A little bit, yeah. and then they realized that there are some problems with breathing. Of course, at the first, like the hospital when Leo was born, they didn't even know that such such a disorder exists. Uh, it's so that, they were it's doing that all rare. the best, right. uh, and then finally they connected him to the ventilator, yeah. and then we moved to another uh, specialized children's hospital. 
where they had a case like that a few months before. So, like, straight from the beginning, they were aware that it might be this case. Uh, and uh, then there were some DNA tests of Leo, and, like, after one month, we, we got confirmation that this is this disorder. Yeah. Now, uh, again, going back to, uh, your, you know, having... At what point, <clears throat> because we see we see a, a, what looks to be a, a fairly extended period of time in young Leo's life that we, we see in the film. Over what period of time uh, did you document in that? Is it a year? Well, or a year? mostly it was like, I think, half a year. Half and a year. then I made some additional shots during his birthday and, and later on. Very good. That's so like the okay. core of the film was filmed during the first half year. Yeah. Um, and, and just for our listeners, by the way, I want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with uh, Tomas Zolwinski, who is the director of an Academy Award-nominated short documentary film that will uh, be among the five finalists here uh, for the Academy Award. It's called Our Curse. Uh, it's also part of the, uh, the Academy has been putting out uh, the, the nominated films and in for theatrical runs, and it's also available on DVD. So people interested in seeing all of these wonderful short films, animated, live action, and documentary, should seek them out because they're the the every year these are among the, my favorite films of all the whole year, and they're just some of the most remarkable stories, and and this certainly is one of them. Um, so you've done some shot some footage, you've gotten some encouragement from your uh, mentor in, in film school. Um, at what point did you say, did you say, okay, I've got what I think would, would make a, a good film, uh, the decision to make it a short film, what went into all of the factors to make it something available for public, uh, viewing? Uh, it came pretty natural. Like I, I told you, we were filming it for about half a year yeah, yeah. and like the core of our film, our, all the film are our conversations. And I remember we once sat on the couch and started the conversation, evening conversation as usual. And then we somehow realized that, like, we started repeating ourselves. Like, you know, <laughs> we, we don't have anything to talk about. Like, let's stop analyzing the situation. Let's start living as normally as possible. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was a natural step to turn off the camera. And so, like, the camera, like, was with us during the whole process of adjusting to this new situation. Yeah. So when we finally said, okay, we're done now, let's try to continue with our life uh, as normally as possible, so then uh, we decided to stop shooting. And then when I, I went to editing, as I told you, like, I realized that, you know, our last shots on the couch, we, we changed so much during that period that I realized that we went to that same kind of really intense process of changing attitude towards life and towards what had happened, and then I started editing. And during the editing, I wanted you know to, to follow our emotions as closely as possible. Mm-hmm. And like straight from the beginning, I understood that uh, the only way to, to portray it well is to be as honest as possible with the story. Therefore, mm-hmm. like w- w- there was no censorship during editing. We just used the scenes which we found that would fit to tell our story, the way we experienced it. Yeah, and and then like it took me a while because it, it's quite hard to edit uh, material uh, from your personal life. It was also a kind of you know devastating, so, well maybe not devastating, but a, a painful experience because we had to, I had to relive 
gain all these moments, all these situations, and I had to somehow detach myself emotionally yes. from the characters of my film. And then, so I think it took me about one year. Of course, there were many breaks in between. Uh, I did. It wasn't like I, I. I knew it wasn't going to be a feature out of it, but for me, like the most important is the story, and the story like tells you whether it's going to be a longer or shorter film. Mm-hmm. I remember my first cut. I think was about forty minutes, mm-hmm. and then having the first cut, I came back to school and I showed it to, to, to my tutors and asked them what they think about it, and also for the financial support in post production. And then, like in the final phase, uh, the, the external editor came, who helped me a bit, you know, to, to clean things up uh, in my cards because I, I knew that it was too long. But there were many scenes, you know, they were so personal for me that I didn't have courage to cut them off by myself. So mm-hmm. I needed someone from the outside who could also look at the material. Right. And then, with, with the help of the external editor, we just like finished the film in, in, in two months. And like it ended up 27 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, twenty-seven minutes, and um, it flies by. I, I mean, it, it, because because, and again, this is the thing I love about your film is um, it, it's 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 such a again, it's such a personal film. But there's an arc to the story, um, and I think that's just one of the beautiful things about film. It's one of the expectations we have in watching film is to see an arc of some sort. And and yours does, and it happens to be, you know, the truth. It is the reality that you and, and your wife Magda have been uh, a, a part of, and uh, just and it's very and again to watch the two of you interact with one another and coming to coming to terms with with what you you have, and then seeing. I don't want to give. I'm going to let people see this film, so I'm not going to say anything more than that. But um, so you so you you've made the film. Um, and then did you make a decision to start entering it? Because it's won a number of awards at, at uh, festivals. How Again, first, you're a new filmmaker. How did that come about? Did you, did you do it, or did somebody say, you've got to put this in, in this doc? How did that work for you, uh, the, fel- the film festival circuit? Yes, so I just started the film festival circuit. Uh, to be honest, I have never thought about Oscars, like it was something totally unreachable. Uh, so I just started like a, a normal festival circuit. The, the film was accepted to some festivals, got some awards, and then uh, I got award for Best Documentary at Aspen Short Fest, yeah. which is Oscar qualifying, uh, academic qualifying festival. And because of getting that award, I was able to, to submit my film to the Academy. Okay. But it was not like it was planned to go to the academy. You know, like I would never thought about it at all. Right. To be honest, I even was joking with my friends that I'm submitting my films to the academy because it felt so unreal. Yeah. Uh, so it's amazing that I'm here and it really happened <laughs> that my film was nominated. Well, again, I mean, let, let's. I mean, I'm sure that you were surprised on that Tuesday morning when you or. Tuesday morning here, probably Tuesday afternoon in 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 Poland. Yeah. But uh, when you heard that you were one of the five finalists, um, but it did win, as you said, at Aspen, it won at uh, the Indy uh, Lisbon Film Festival. Lis- oh, is that right, Lisbon, or or is that a misprint? Yeah, Indy Lisbon. Indy Lisbon. Lisbon. Yeah, yeah it, it got many awards. I might say that I was really surprised how well it is received in in the U.S. Yeah. Because I think like at every film festival where, where we screened, we got an award. Yeah. 
Well, so yeah. I, I would never think about that, you know, like at the beginning, we were like, because I'm from Europe, so we're mostly targeting the European film festivals. So like the whole U.S. circle, uh, festival circuit started a bit uh, later, but I was really amazingly surprised. But uh, it was such, I received so much positive feedback from people. So it was really a pleasure to, to screen the film in the U.S. Yeah, and, and uh, your your wife is also an artist as well, right? She's part of a. Uh, am I? If I get, is that correct? Uh, she's a photographer. Yes, yeah, so photographer, yeah. and uh, she was like a cinematographer in my film. So we did. As I told you, well, we did this film just two of us. There was no other right. person involved during the shooting. Right. And uh, I found like all this intimacy that we were talking about. I think we could achieve it only because there were only two of us. I cannot imagine like getting someone from the outside to film us because right. uh, I don't think we would be able to open up so much at well, that time. Well, the honesty is apparent, uh, and the struggle of, of coming to grips with all this it comes across. You know, just a again a beautiful film to watch and and to be able to relate to the humanity in all of this and. And your lovely, wonderful young son Leo, who uh, is you know so full of life, it's uh, it is it's just it's a it's it's great to to see this. And I, I guess I, I Tomas uh, Zwinski, I want to ask you, how does someone who is uh, approximately a little bit more than forty eight hours away from the Academy Awards, how are you feeling? How do you how sort of does it seem surreal? Do you how do you feel waiting for the, for the, over the next couple of days for? For this uh, event, how are you dealing with it? Well, I, I'm, I'm very excited about this, all this thing, <laughs> but for <laughs> me, you know, it's it, it's amazing, like example of like how even worst periods of your life can turn into something like really amazing and positive. And of course, like I'm not talking only about Oscar. I'm talking about all the amazing positive feedback I received from people all over the yeah. world, and like. But thanks also to the Oscar, the, the film got much more uh, recognition, and people are interested in watching it. And and like this disorder of my son also like gets lots of recognition. People started talking about it. Now we plan to do some fundraising campaign to do for medical research because they are going on, but they are not funded very well. Yeah. So for me, it's it's amazing that like our private story can turn into something really beneficial for the whole community all over the world, so, so it's really amazing. Well, the, these are the kind of things that can happen when uh, when artists step forward and, 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 and do the kinds of things that you're doing, which is shine a light on a corner of the world, a corner of our, our, our ex- experience that we don't normally have an opportunity to see, and that's one of the great things about documentaries and about filmmakers in general is their willingness and their uh, the desire to seek out the truth, the the the, the gra- on the ground truth of our of our lives and of our experiences, and this is certainly a great example of that. Yes, thank you. Uh, and I, I want to okay once once again, uh, uh, the film is our curse, Academy Award nominated film, um, and uh, we're so I'm so honored to have you here. Do you, are you working on anything uh, now that you have this uh, window of opportunity with the a lot of people looking to you as a as a director and artist. Are you working on anything right now? 
Yes, I, I'm, well, right now I don't have any time for working <laughs> since the nominations, but yes, yes, I'm developing a script for the, my next film, good. but it will be a narrative. Very good. Uh, so as soon as I come back uh, from LA, I, I'm just finishing the script and, and starting working on that to, 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 to shoot the film. And so, well, for sure, like, I don't know, we'll see how it, of course, like, I got much yeah. more recognition than I had before. Yes. Uh, so I hope it would be easier to 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 get some funding for the film, but yeah. but we'll see what will we'll happen. We shall see. Well, I thank you so much for being a part of Film School today, uh, the, the, uh, uh, Tomas Slowinski. Uh, the film is our curse, and uh, all the best, all the best on Sunday to you, and uh, we'll be watching. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.